Welcome to the Well Ministry Podcast. This week's podcast is a little different. This past Sunday, we learned about prayer from our very own Joe Croswell. He led us through some prayer exercises, the timestamps for which are listed in the episode description. We hope you enjoy this powerful time of prayer. Good morning, everyone. My name is Joe Croswell, and Nathan and Daisy, um, one of their deepest desires for our church is that we are praying people. So from time to time, we devote an entire Sunday morning to praying together, and that's what we're going to do today. So I have I have three activities prepared for us today, and one of those activities, we're going to be in a group praying. All right, this, this might be completely new to you, completely different, maybe totally unexpected, but my prayer is that you will enjoy this day and uh, learn maybe a little something about prayer that you didn't know before and add it into your own prayer life um, at home or wherever it is that you like to pray. All right, let's, uh, well, first off, uh, I wanted to thank Daisy and, and our worship team here for leading us through a very wonderful time of, of worship this morning. Um, it's been melting my heart. And I want us to recapture that place, if we can, for just a moment. So let's bow our heads and, and pray. Thank you, Lord, for such a precious time to be together and to worship you and to sing and to experience your nearness and your closeness and your love that is pouring out upon our hearts even at this moment. Father, we love you. We love you. We love you because you first loved us. Lord Jesus, we're so grateful for you that you left the glory of heaven and you came and you lived among us and you showed us the way to life. You showed us the way to the Father. And you gave your own life in order for us to make that, in order for that to be made possible for each one of us. And Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we are so grateful for you. We need you so very much. And we're so grateful that you have been poured out on all flesh. Lord, we, Holy Spirit, we look to you now. Fill us with your peace, with your joy, with your love, and all that you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Um, have a short time to uh, get started here. So let's um, let's look at the sort of the introduction to the Lord's Prayer in Matthew six. And Jesus says, <clears throat> "And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand." They love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. 
But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. A few things that might stand out to you. How many times did Jesus say, when you pray? When you pray. So Jesus expects us to build a prayer life. And um, I want to encourage you to do that and to to take what you experience and learn today and, and begin there. He said, go into your room and close the door. So he's instructing us to go to a private place and spend time alone with the Lord. No distraction, no noise, no phones, no traffic noise, whatever it might be that might distract you and keep you from focusing and and spending your attention on him, okay? And it's not for his benefit, it's for ours, (laughs) right? Do not keep babbling on. Jesus tells us that prayer isn't necessarily always talking, that there is some listening involved. And that's where we're going to begin today. In a few minutes, a few moments. I was once listening to Francis Chan, a recording of him um, speaking, and he, he spoke of an observation of a pastor friend of his that lived in India um, about Christians in the, in the United States and kind of what was stirring in his heart. And he says, they are afraid to approach God themselves, so they are content to stay behind while a Moses climbs the mountain on their behalf to go into his presence to hear from him and then tell him what what he said. They don't realize that Jesus made it possible for them, for us, to ascend the mountain to God, enter his presence, and meet with him ourselves. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to climb that mountain. We're going to meet with him we're going to hear what he has to say to you, to, to each of your hearts. That's what we're going to do today. Okay? Um, so first, um, for the last, I don't know, a few months, I've been, the Lord has been asking me to um, think about in a, in a time of quiet prayer, Silent prayer, you know, or just silence, not talking. (laughs) To think about things that I take for granted that are always there and I I may not even notice. People, things, um, blessings, whatever it might be, whatever comes to my mind, whatever he puts on my mind. And so this morning, um, I'd like you to to do what I've been doing for a while is thinking about um, how most of us, many of us, are able to eat uh, fresh, nutritious food every day and what that takes. What does it take for us to eat good food every day? 
So we, we can close our eyes and just be quiet and think about that. What does it take for you to be able to eat fresh, nutritious food every day? You might think about how God created this planet with an abundance of living things. He's given to us for food. He did this because he loves every human being on this planet. And he has a deep desire, a deep love to provide for them to strengthen them, to nourish their bodies, and to sustain their life that he's given them. All manner of plants animals, fish, birds that he's given for food. He planned this from before the beginning and he made it all happen. And he sustains it, keeps it going. You might also think about the countless people involved that plant and harvest, that raise animals for meat, for dairy products. And there's many, many other people that bring the food to market and keep it safe for us to eat. So I'm going to give you a few moments to pray from a place of gratitude for all that you're thinking about. And give God thanks and praise for his loving provision and for all those who make it possible for us to eat good food every day. also think about there are many who do not get to enjoy this every day. And there are many obstacles as to why they, they go hungry. Things like ignorance, poverty, hatred, corruption, crime, violence, war. You could probably think of many others. So this week, I encourage you to pray for all of those obstacles and others you might think of to be overcome. That all those that God loves and created will, be, will no longer be hungry and be fed. 
In Jesus' name. Okay. I'm going to move on. Did you enjoy that? Okay. You could think of other things in your prayer time that you might take for granted. People in different places that do things for you. You just, yeah, they're there. But they're, they're a person. They're a human being, someone God formed and fashioned and gave life to. So something to think about. All right. Now we're going to pray in your group. We're going to be interceding. We're going to have a prayer of intercession, another type of prayer. So what we just did is called contemplation, where you think and you ponder things and you explore it and you let it work down deep inside. This is a type of prayer where we pray for the needs of others as you imagine yourself in their situation and try to experience, imagine experiencing what they are going through and pray into the, into what you experience in that, what you feel, what you think of, what you see. Okay. So each of you is going to get a different prayer target and you pray over that target when everything is, is set, or you start to pray. Um, <clears throat> we're connected to other believers around the world as a body of Christ. If one member of the body suffers, the others work to relieve that suffering. So pray for our brothers and sisters who suffer extreme persecution. And in this group, it's North Korea. Okay? Um, I want you, your group, to pray for people in our country to turn to Jesus instead of to violence to deal with their problems. Pray for those in Brevard County who are trapped in substance abuse to be delivered physically, spiritually, and emotionally in the power of the Holy Spirit. You're going to pray for a persecuted church in Somalia, a country in Africa. They are primarily um, Muslim country. So Christians are heavily persecuted. Pray for those in Brevard County, adults, teens, and children who are trapped in human trafficking. And pray for them to be delivered physically, spiritually, emotionally, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray for those here in our county, um, adults, teens, and children who are trapped in abusive relationships. Okay, abusive relationships to be delivered physically, spiritually, emotionally in God's power. I want you to pray for the persecuted church in Libya. All right. The countries I'm listing here are the top six. I have six if we get there. The top six countries in the world with the heaviest levels of persecution of Christians um, as of today. May have been different in the past, but this is today. This is according to Open Doors. I uh, want you, your group to pray for those who have walked away from the church and from God to return and find healing and wholeness in Jesus again. 
All right, you will be praying, let's see, for the unsaved in Brevard County to encounter Jesus, be convicted regarding sin and righteousness by the Holy Spirit, and give their lives to him. Okay? And I want you to pray for the um, persecuted church in a country named Eritrea. That's also in Africa. It's near Somalia. Okay, Eritrea. All right. So I'll give you some time, and I want all of you to have an opportunity to pray, pray out loud, and be heard. <laughs> but first, I'm going to pray over you just for a moment, and then you can begin. Lord, we thank you that we can gather this morning together, that you are with us. And God, we ask that you, that you would raise us up to give us a view into the lives of the people that we are praying for, that we would experience them, that we would understand what they are dealing with each and every day. And we ask this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Okay, we're going to do our, th our third activity. Hello, everybody. Okay. Um, first thing I want you to do is within your group, if you could pair off, um, women with women, men with men. Last April, Nathan was preaching in Matthew 11 about when John the Baptist was in prison. So let me read that for you. And when John had heard, <clears throat> and when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you see and hear. The blind see and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And they departed. Jesus began to say, as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, what did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So what are we going to do? Well, as 
Nathan was preaching, he said, he reminded us or explained to us that John was in a dark, lonely place inside and physically. And he was feeling like maybe he had it wrong about Jesus, this guy he knew. And maybe he wasn't who he thought he was. He committed his entire life to the vision of the Messiah actually coming and bringing the kingdom to earth. He really needed to hear encouragement directly from Jesus that his doubts weren't real, that he, that he was the Messiah. Then Jesus told the crowd around him how he saw John, that no one had been as great in the kingdom as him. So what are we going to do? I want you to take a moment and pray. Jesus looked at John and saw a very different person than John saw. And then John gave him, and then God gave him a deeply encouraging word that he spoke directly to John. Ask the Lord, how do you see my prayer partner? How do you see him or her? And then pay attention to your thoughts as you pray. That might cross your mind. You might hear the whisper of God's voice say something to you. You might see something like a picture or a video in your mind. Remember this is to be an encouragement, please. <laughs> okay? Don't tell them about their faults. Tell them about how God sees them. And then I want you to share that with them, okay? And I want each of you to have a turn <laughs> to be blessed. All right, so you have your instructions. Is anyone afraid? Don't be afraid. This is a extremely, extremely safe place for you to be because God's presence is here. Do you believe this? Do you believe God is here? He will speak to you. He will give you something to say. All right? I see lots of happy faces, lots of smiles. I see a few tears. Must have been good. So let's pray so you can go home. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for all that you just did for all these people here that you love so very much, that they feel more connected to you now than when they walked in, perhaps. They feel encouraged. They feel uplifted. They feel like 
they touched somebody else's life outside this building and they prayed. And it's all because you made that possible, Lord. So we're grateful um, for you for this time. And may we continue to grow in our life of prayer with you. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you want to know more about The Well Ministry, you can find us at thewellministry.com or on Instagram and Facebook as at thewellministryco.